Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Monday morning. And uh, appreciate you all tuning in. And uh, Jennifer Honeycutt said good morning. Glad you're back. Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate those kind words. I'm sorry it's been so long uh, since doing these uh, morning devotions, but uh, I've not been feeling too well and still fighting whatever this is that I've got. I don't know if uh, the uh, booster shot uh, aggravated something in my immune system uh, or what. Uh, just a happy coincidence. I uh, don't know what's going on, but I've been really, really having a rough time. Brandy's still trying to be on the mend. She's having a rough time as well, so keep her in your prayers. And uh, so it just so like it's always something, one thing after another, you know. But uh, but anyway, I was determined to try to get back to doing the doing the devotions this morning and uh, so I appreciate you all indulging me and uh, watching this morning and so hello Mike Hensley and Darlene Barker appreciate you tuning in all right my friends well let us at this time do our pledge of allegiance I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for those, for that pledge. Darlene said, very glad you're, well, well, thank you, Darlene. Appreciate those kind words. Yeah, we live in a uh, wonderful country. It's just so sad to see how uh, the liberal left is determined to destroy it and tear it down to plunge us into socialism. They want us uh, dependent upon the government. Uh, that's why the the job the job market is as bad as it is. You can't hire anybody because nobody wants to work, and they're receiving money hand over fist from the government, so they have no incentive. Uh, you know, our workforce is one of the, the driving uh, parts of our country uh, for innovation and uh, uh, have made us be leaders. And it's it's shame to see. Uh, how lazy people have become. In fact, there's real concern uh, for the future of our nation because the lack of individuals wanting to be engineers and doctors and uh, things that uh, we desperately need. And uh, all they want to do is uh, live with mommy and daddy and sit in their basement and play video games. People have no ambition or drive anymore. I'm not saying everybody. I don't want to paint away the broad brush, but it's just sad to see uh, so many who, uh, who don't have the drive uh, to do something uh, to make a difference in this world. And then uh, what's really, to me, is just uh, uh, so uh, one-sided and almost comical uh, is, you know, here Biden puts his travel ban uh, on South Africa because of this new variant, supposedly. And uh, uh, that's okay, fine, and good. But when Donald Trump done it, he was a racist. You know, it just, it just to me, it's just so annoying and aggravating uh, to see uh, how... Uh, biased uh, they, the media truly is uh, in regards to uh, how uh, their uh, love for uh, Biden versus their hate for Trump, you know. And I saw today where Rittenhouse, where the ASU is trying to have him kicked out of school because they didn't like the verdict. Now, he was judged by uh, a jury of his peers. He was found uh, innocent. He defended himself. I don't, so I don't understand why people are mad or upset with this boy, he was being attacked and defended himself, and it just, it just, it just blows my mind. It really, truly blows my mind the stupidity of individuals out there. But um, you know, 
I just better let it go. So, because <laughs> I get so bad, so aggravated, I can't see straight with the lunacy that's out there. People don't have enough sense to pour pee out of a boot, you know. All right, well, let's go ahead and look at our verse this morning. Hebrews 12, 1. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. And again, that is Hebrews 12, 1. Now, that is uh, a slide that I found to put up for this morning. But uh, I do like the English Standard Version in Hebrews 12, 1, and I feel like it misses a uh, uh, what this this slide that it showed kind of misses a crucial point here that I want to bring up as well. Uh, when you look at the English Standard Version of Hebrews 12, 1, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now, you know, a lot of people, of course, I, I get, you know, I see, how can I put this? <laughs> uh, I'm trying, you know, I've been, I joined uh, Planet Fitness, okay, it's been back in the summer. And I haven't been back in a while because long after I joined, that's when Brandy had her wreck. And so I've been taking care of her. And then, of course, I got sick, so I can't go work out. But one thing that I hate and dread worse than anything is January. Because everybody and her brother, <laughs> is, they, want, they think they have good intentions. And so for that first month, everybody's hitting the gym, you know, and it's annoying because, uh, you know, when you've, you know, I hate, that's one thing I hate about going to a gym. I hate waiting on a machine. I hate it. You know, I just want to, I want to get to my, you know, it makes me angry if somebody's sitting on a machine looking at their phone. You know, I, I get angry. I want to say, hey, either work out or get your butt off the thing so, so others can use it. And uh, so, so I dread that because uh, you know, I even used to work at West well, Lifestyles now. But it used to be called John City Health and Fitness. I used to be a trainer there, and I even remember, man, it'd be packed uh, those first few weeks of January. And uh, but over the after about that first month, you start seeing less and less and less people. And I think that kind of describes a little bit some ways how people are with Christianity. When they first get saved, they're excited, they're on fire, they're at church every time the doors are open, uh, they're, they're putting their best foot forward, but then the old devil attacks, and then there's trials that happen, and then you start seeing those people less and less and less, and then they're out the door. And I, I've seen it personally many times, people uh, who have quit attending church and then their marriages dissolve. They're have they got problems one after another. Why? Because see, the devil fed them a lie. See, they might have had some bad things happen after they got saved. But I even have people, you know, people say, "Well, everything's going good until I got saved," and uh, so then they they start getting out of church, and then things get far worse, you know. And the thing of it is, you know, when it comes to running, you know, you know, I've told you all this before. I love to run. I know it sounds weird to some of you and uh, to think that somebody would love running. And that's one thing I hate about this weight I've put on. Uh, and my back and knees are such where I can't uh, really get out there and run. In fact, I can barely even run on a treadmill because I've been running uh, for 36 years. Uh, you got to think since I was age 13 years old. It has uh, taken a toll uh, on my body. And even on a treadmill, it uh, I can't even hardly run. So I'm pretty much uh, limited to a, a elliptical or bicycle. And uh, but I love it. Uh, I love the challenge. I love uh, the endurance that you and and it's just 
to describe it is is very difficult. You know, you've always heard the saying uh, for those who ride motorcycles that if you for those who don't understand how is it if you don't understand uh, if you do understand no explanation is necessary, but if you don't understand no explanation is possible. And it's kind of like that with running to a certain extent. You know, it is uh, for those who do run you understand there's no explanation needed for those who don't run no explanation is possible I, there's a such a thing as a runner's high and uh, uh but it's just it's just the challenge of it all that's why i kept pushing myself more and more so i would run i wasn't satisfied with running two miles i wasn't satisfied at running five miles i wasn't satisfied at running seven miles i wasn't satisfied at running 13 miles i wanted to do more and more i know it may sound odd but it's just something about that challenge. And then when you're in that race, when you, when you enter a 5K, which is 3.5 miles, I wasn't the fastest runner out there. I was probably mediocre at best. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the challenge. I enjoyed trying to push myself to the limit to see how fast I could possibly run that 3.5 miles. I was looking at my personal best. It wasn't so much competing against every other, everybody, everyone else. It was my personal best. But see, when you, when you run... And when you're training for a race, you have to, you can't just run 3.5 miles every day, see, because your bodies, your, our bodies are, will adjust, our muscles will adjust to that, and there will be no further growth. So, so one day you may run two miles, the next day you may run five, one day you may run four, one day you may run seven. You have to keep changing it up or your muscles will, atro- will not will, will say atrophy. That wouldn't be the right uh, way to describe it. But they just they, they adjust. They just won't continue to grow. And so when you're in that race, at least for me, I'm doing it for, like a lot of times, uh, my best friend Lance had died of cancer. Uh, I started when Bennigan's was still here. He used to work there. I worked there for a short time. And uh, where Texas Roadhouse, not Texas Roadhouse, but Long, uh, Longhorn is now. Um, I, uh, in his name, I did a Lance Hamilton Memorial 5K. And uh, it was uh, very successful. I had a good uh, good turnout. And when as I was running, I was thinking about my, my friend Lance. And I was thinking about my grandfather, uh, Leo. And, and those that was on my mind. I was running it for them, you know. And uh, we was raising money for, for cancer uh, research or, or what have you. But um, that was foremost on my mind. And when I read this here, to be surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, I do, do believe that there is a veil that's pulled back and that, uh, that they can see on, down upon us during good times. Uh, you know, because obviously heaven is perfect. And, of course, they don't want to, you know, if you're doing evil or sinning, I don't think that's something they're going to see. But I think during those, those rare moments, when you're doing something out of pure of heart, I think that they can see. I never forget uh, one of the last races uh, that they had before the, they shut down. Uh, I know it may have been my overactive imagination, but I remember clearly there was two clouds that looked like two people uh, watching, and uh, I just kept you know thinking maybe that was my grandfather and Lance that uh, was watching uh, as I was pushing myself to the limit for them because of my love for them you know and when we look at it how we apply this to our christian lives see when i was talking about that training we our training is the word of god our training is prayer that is our workout that is what we have to do we have to be disciplined you know i know a lot of times you're easy to run out of the house and say well i don't have enough time to read my bible i got to get to work or i've got to do this or get have to do that and uh but the thing of it is a you know we don't have any problem spending that time 
reading the news. We don't have no problems looking at Facebook. We can make the time to watch television for uh, ad nauseum uh, throughout the evening or days or whatever. But yet, you don't seem to find enough time to spend time in the Word. And then when that fight comes, you or those trials come, you can't endure it. And that's why it's imperative that we spend that time in the Word and in prayer daily. That is our training. That is our exercise. We have to be disciplined. We have to make ourselves get up a little bit earlier to read our Bibles, to make sure that is foremost and important in our lives. Now, some people may read their Bibles at lunch. Some people may read their Bibles before they go to bed. That's fine. As long as you're making a point at some time in your day to show the importance, that's what you have to do. Because the endurance comes in after you have trained, after you have exercised, is when those trials hit. See, I, I'm one of those weirdos. The bigger and steeper the hill, I like it. And uh, I know that sounds really weird, but I like that challenge. You know, because once you, you're you're like your heart's beating through your chest you're gasping for air and i know that sounds like boy what fun that is but again it's hard to explain and you know there's a hill right down below my house here on hell's chapel road and it's like i mean it's like yes i mean either even sometimes the cars are hard to go and i, I like that hill and it's kind of deceiving because it's so steep and it looks like it's going to level off but it's actually in reality still kind of uh it's going upward and by the time you make it up to that hill, I mean, it's like it just goes forever. Once you hit that crest and start coming back down, it's almost like coasting. It's like you can breathe, you know, take your time. And it's, it's almost like a rocky moment when you make it to the top of that hill because you're just like, you know, uh, you feel uh, uh, like putting your arms up in the air, you know, and uh, hearing the rocky theme. But it's um, because you, you've conquered it. You, you did it. You made it to the top. And that's the way it is with the, uh, the the trials that we may deal with. We have to have that endurance. We have to have that perseverance. We have to keep striving. And, you know, and there's times when, you know, because it's, you know, by the time I get to that point, uh, I think that's close to five miles by that point, maybe, yeah. Yeah, probably about five miles by the time I get to that point. I think it's seven. If I go to the course only when I used to run, the course would be seven. But you're at a point, you can't go back, it's too far. So the only option you have is to keep going forward. And there's times where you, all I can do is just keep putting one foot in front of the other, just concentrating on putting one foot in front of the other. And next thing I know, I've made it to the top. And sometimes that's the way it is in our Christian walk, is that we just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other. You know, no, you can't turn back. There's no turning back, you know, like the old song is. You know, you know, but uh, uh, we have to keep pushing forward. And in those difficult times, when all you can do is just concentrate on putting one foot in front of the other, that's when we're showing dependence upon God. That's where we're trusting God. We're spending that time in prayer, and God is encouraging us. It's like I was talking about last night, how uh, Jesus was praying, Lord, let this cut pass from me in regards to God's wrath and the sin that he's going to have to endure, what he was going to have to face uh, for us to save us. God sent him an angel to encourage him. That's why we have the Paracletos, the Holy Spirit, that helps us, that encourages us. We're hitting those very steep hills in our lives that we don't think we can overcome. Just like this hill over here, to look at it, you're thinking, there's no way. I mean, I've done run almost five miles. I've still got this. I've still got two more miles to go, and this hill is, is massive. And there's a lot of times when you uh, get at the bottom of that, and you're looking up, you're thinking, I just have to walk it. There's no way. But, you know, and again, you know, you just, I just have to keep putting one step in front of the other. And I, it's like you're literally climbing. I mean, it's a steep hill. I wish I could show you all what I'm talking about. From the car's perspective, it may not seem as bad, but when you're standing at the bottom and looking up, it's, it seems pretty high. 
and uh, uh, I would, uh, but you just keep going, and you're just like, oh my gosh, my muscles, how can I do this, and you keep going, and that's what, man, that's what, what I'm encouragement is for you this morning, is to keep going, keep putting one foot in front of the other, now as tough as it may seem, as hard as it may be, keep pushing forward, let us lay aside every weight, you know what that saying is, those things are going to trip you up, you know, you don't want to be, uh, you know, you don't go to a road race, uh, you know, and, and, you know, being overweight as I am. See, if I went to a 5K right now, I would pass out before the starting line, you know, because I'm so out of shape at this point. But if I showed up and all these guys look like shaved squirrels and I show up looking like I do with a backpack full of Twinkies and Cokes and uh, with a, a, a hoodie on and uh, jeans and cowboy boots, uh, you know, I'm not going to make it very far. But that's why we have to put away aside every weight, all right, because we have to put away those things that are tripping us up. If there's something in your life, some sin that you're not addressing, something that's hindering you, you need to lay that aside because we have a race to run, my friends. We have to endure. And that's why I say lay aside every weight and the sin which, if, which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. My friends, put away those things. Address those issues, those areas you're weak at, those areas you know you need help on. Address that. Give that to God in prayer and work on those weak areas so that when the battle comes, when the hills hit, we can make it to the top with God's help and strength. We can't do it on our own. It's through God with us. But I do believe that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, and I do believe with my whole heart that there are times when that veil's pulled back and our loved ones can see down upon us and when we're victorious uh, in our uh, journey on this run that we're enduring. So it's easy to get down. It's easy to want to give up. It's easy to want to say, you know what, I can't uh, do this anymore. And uh, nobody knows it more than I do. You know, I... Uh, uh, so many times uh, I wish I could just give up. I wish I could just get on my motorcycle and just leave. But it will never, you know, again, as I've said before, your spiritual battle is not dependent on your location, <laughs> you know, your physical location, your geographical location. It's still going to be there. You can't run from it. You have to hit it head on, just like those big hills so that uh, most people think I'm crazy that I like. you got to hit it head on. And uh, uh, if you're out this way and you're on Hell's Chapel Road and uh, you'll see a little place, a little community called Shadden Springs. It's on that side of Hell's Chapel Road. And uh, you'll see there's a huge hill <laughs> to, that I'm talking about. And to the, if, you're going, if, if you're going through Shadden Springs, you'll see uh, uh, all the houses there on the left. But you'll see a fancy barn uh, or what used to be a fancy barn, a bunch of sheep over there on the other side. But that's the big steep hill I'm talking about. But my friends, uh, nobody's going to get out of this world alive, all right? And I don't know about you, but I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. So endure to the end. Keep going. You know, when I say take it a step at a time, in reality, what I'm talking about is taking a day at a time. When we're facing those trials, we're facing those tribulations, take it a day at a time. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. But remember, physical strength, all right, you can't do it on your own. It is through God's power, through God's might, that we are able to endure. So rely on His strength, not on your own abilities, but His strength to help you get through. And only then can you be victorious. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, <coughs> Lord, thank you for this time, and thank you for all those watching this morning. Lord, I do want to lift up each and every person this morning, or maybe watching or listening. 
that you watch over and protect them, keep them safe and well, be with our children and spouses and those going to work and school. Lord, watch over and protect them as well. Lord, I do want to pray for uh, Marlene Kellner, that you bring healing upon her and Kathleen Helton. Lord, be with my dad, that you bring, give him healing and strength. And Lord, I pray that you be with my wife Brandy, that you continue to heal her and give her energy. And uh, Lord, just take away uh, this uh, her MS, so that you will heal her completely and totally. Lord, I do pray for Ginger Hood and Troy and Lena David Feathers. I do pray that you be with Larry and Dinah Knight. And Lord, just pray that you be with this country and its leaders. Let them turn to you before it's too late. Lord, let us be a witness for you and let us be a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning and tuning in, and it's good to be back, and uh, hope everybody has a wonderful and fantabulous and blessed day today. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.